New Year, same crap in the stupid store. Rad stuff, bad stuff, food stuff. Get yours now at radradio.com. We got this email from Kathy. Hey, Kathy. Says, I wanted to give a birthday shout out to my wonderful husband, Marcus, who has been not only an amazing husband and father to both our young kids, but just a wonderful, kind human being with a beautiful soul. He even forgot it's his birthday today. What? Oh, my God. Marcus, the kids and I love you and want to wish you a very happy Uh, birthday. Oh, happy, happy birthday. Now eat your f***ing cake. Happy, happy birthday. A couple of follow-ups to the uh, Dr. Rob letter uh, from the guy uh, who works at a major company. His damn manager passed him over and others to hire this outside saleswoman who he knew from somewhere else. And then and then some of the letter writer's co-workers told him that they heard from a retail store that they worked with that the retail store workers saw the manager and the, the lady, lady salesperson coming out of a hotel. And, oh, and, and the manager bought Plan B. From them, and he, he wants to. He, there it is. He will die Boom. on this hill. He can't stand the unprofessionalism. He hates this guy. <laughs> Andrea says to the letter writer: Some people are very vicious and have bad intentions without you even knowing. The retail people could be lying. There are so many variables to the story in loose ends. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking also, it could be like the game of telephone. You know how one person says something and yeah. it gets interpreted another way? You could have all the information wrong. But we never learn. Mm-hmm. Like we learned that in school, yet it, we didn't apply it. To life, maybe we went along, and even on if someone sees any type of story on the internet, they'll automatically believe it. So, this is the equivalent of that. Oh, well, this person said it, so of course it's true. Maybe if the letter writer loses his job, winds up living under a bridge, he'll uh, finally learn his lesson. Uh, Chris wrote in and said, I know it wouldn't make for a good segment discussion on your show, but. How about the employee that wrote you just minds his own business and improves his own skills? That would be another way to go. Back to Kyle's point. Maybe there's a reason, a legitimate reason, you didn't get the promotion. Pair of tickets to see the Alan Parsons Project Friday, March 22nd, or Killer Queen, a tribute to Queen, or Yellow Wolf, Saturday, April 6th, your choice, all at the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno. John, your color 18, good morning. Hello. Hello. You will guess first. If you know the movie, you will win. If not, we'll go to George. Morning. 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 And Patsy, your color 20. Morning. Morning. Looking for a 2004 rom-com. There is no easy way. No matter what I do, somebody gets hurt. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Terrible movie. <laughs> what is this 2004 rom-com? There is no easy way. No matter what I do, somebody gets hurt. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? John. Well, I'm going to take a shot in the dark. 13 going on 30. That's a cute one. George. Knocked up. Knocked up, you say? Yeah. Good one. All right, Patsy. The Notebook. The girl would get it. Of course. I it. Well, you know, it's. It says a little bit about a personality, maybe, too. You don't know, because The Notebook's the most pro-adultery movie that was ever made. <laughs> it, it, it is Go! Chick- I lost you once. I think I could do it again. If I thought it's what you really wanted. But don't you take the easy way out. What easy way? 
There is no easy way. No matter slut. what I do, somebody gets hurt. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Yeah. Stop thinking about what I want, yeah. what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? It ends up being a love story. Right. That oh. completely destroys others. It's, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, she, she's yeah. with this guy, gets them together with another guy, and then breaks up with him to get back with the old dude, right? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, when, when, it, when this thing came out, I was like, this, there is nothing wrong but about this. But listen, it's because her parents want her to be with a certain type of guy. I understand. And the guy she ends oh, up with, oh, nope. so she felt Same. pressured. We're doing it again. To oh. We're oh. trying to get to the number 13. It was somebody else's fault. <laughs> That's, That's right. right. Oh. That's right. It was her parents. Trying oh. to justify things. <laughs> Guys telling her not to regard anybody else's feelings and be selfish. Yes, because he wants her to love him. By the way, Kyle, I think I, I think I know the answer to this, but but what's with the rom coms lately? Oh, well, because it's coming up on Valentine's Day, and I, I always need a theme for these games. I knew it. There we are. No, I was I, I, today when I saw it, I said, okay, I know Kyle's on a theme. Oh, Valentine's Day, but I'll let you say it. All right, two more chances for you to win at eight and nine a.m. Now we just got this email, reading it on the fly, but I saw it and uh, wanted to right, 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 Rob, Rob. Stop. Slow down. I know you want to get to your segment, but right now you're going to on the fly read this so that you can update everyone. You, you don't have to do it so fast, oh man. You got almost three hours left. Then you're going to do the sports show. Lots of time to talk. Okay, Rob. Oh, man. We have an update for you uh, on a guy who wrote in yesterday, James. He says, uh, I'm the veteran who wrote in yesterday feeling hopeless and overwhelmed. And he was basically is like the... He couldn't believe the, the Biden-Trump thing and so many other things, and they fought for this country and to have people be morons and things like that, kind of. Very short version. Mm. I felt better after writing your show. I got some rest and started remembering some simple truths that I'd forgotten. Hope comes from within. It is not dependent on outside circumstances. Amen. Resistance to reality as it is causes emotional pain. If I can't laugh at the human condition, I am doomed to suffer from it. <laughs> I will soon be a billionaire since I invested in circles. <laughs> and Taylor Swift will save the election by apparently promoting a third-party candidate based on the first hour of today's show. If Meg gets through and wins Rob's change at 9.30, my faith in the universe will be fully restored. You all have been a big part of my recovery from suicidal depression, PTSD, and more, and always give me a sense of perspective that I sometimes lack. Thank you all for what you do. Thank you, James. Glad to hear you in a much better place. Let's do some entertainment news. Overture, curtain and lights. It's time for entertainment news. Pretty much the only thing in the entertainment world is the Super Bowl. Uh, we are one, two, three days away uh, from the Super Bowl and about, what, 75 hours away from the pregame festivities beginning. They'll start oh, around tight. 10 a.m. and go for five hours until the game starts. Oh, it's one of my faves because it's all the vignettes. Right. That's why I don't watch any of it. I do cooking and show prep and things like that because until it's like 2 o'clock when they're actually talking football, that's right. all a bunch of crap. Uh, so uh, uh, we'll start with uh, the games in Vegas on Sunday. And the who's who of Hollywood are starting to flock to Vegas for the matchup between the Chiefs and the Niners. Uh, of course, the most notable celebrity fan is Taylor Swift. But there are others who are showing up to because they are aligned with the various teams. We will start with celebrities who are fans of the Kansas City Chiefs. Boo! Paul Rudd. Oh, I like Aww. Paul Rudd. The Kansas yeah. City superfan never misses the chance to yeah. declare his love for Patrick Mahomes. He yeah. presented Mahomes with the 2018 MVP award. Oh, he narrated the Chiefs' 2007 season of HBO's Hard Knocks. Oh, he did? And he was on hand for the Chiefs' Super Bowl wins in 2020 and 2023. Paul Rudd is a super Chief well, I fan. would say so. Uh, also, Modern Family star Eric Stone Street. Oh! 
is a Kansas City native who has season tickets oh, above the right. same seats that he sat in with his father oh as a kid. Oh, my God, that's right. See, what a sweet story. Another oh. Kansas City Chiefs fan, Jason Sudeikis, the Ted Lasso star. What? Damn no, it. Jason. Another super fan. He attended uh, Overland Park uh, High School, the same school Paul Rudd went to. Uh, So there's that connection. Hmm. Henry Winkler, the Fonz, is a Mahomes super fan. got some good people. And he roots for the team because he roots for Patrick Mahomes. So he's, I mean, he's senile, so he can do whatever he wants. Melissa Etheridge was born in Leavenworth, Kansas. She sang the national anthem prior to the Chiefs AFC title game against the Patriots in 2019. Jesus, Henry Cavill. (laughs) <laughs> is from Great Britain. Oh, Henry. And since he doesn't have a hometown team to cheer for, the actor who plays the superhero in Man of Steel took up roots in Clark Kent's fictional hometown of Smallville, Kansas, and says, quote, I spent a lot of time in America learning to enjoy football. I really, I really, I had to choose a team. Superman is from Kansas. I was playing Superman at the time, and it just made sense to me. I guess that's good of that pick as so any. Bad. Yeah, I mean, Fine. when you're a fuzzy foreigner, I mean, that, at least there's some sense to his pick. Fine. You know? uh. Brad Pitt is a Chiefs fan. He was born in Oklahoma, but he grew up in Springfield, Missouri, uh. and has declared triumphantly on social media, quote, my Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. No, they're not. And now the celebrities rooting for the uh, 49ers. Come on. Openly. Mm. Some good people. Vice President Kamala Harris. No! Who was born in Oakland and is still Ah. repping her Bay Area roots. (laughs) Star of the worst, eh, one of the worst sitcoms ever. Andy Samberg of Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a native of Berkeley, California. Okay, he's not so bad. No, he's awful. He's terrible. (laughs) The only only island is cool. He he is is awful. I mean, he's no Jason Sudeikis or Paul Rudd. No, he's no Jason Smith. (sighs) That guy that checked me out the other day at the supermarket. Uh, Andy Samberg. Are we talking about the guy who did Hot Rod? Like yes. The, okay, okay. Terrible person. Um, so, by the way, uh, just uh, Paul Rudd, Eric Stone Street, uh, uh, Jason Sudeikis for oh, the Chiefs. Okay. Really good people. Uh, Henry Winkler, uh, Midlis Etheridge, Henry Cavill, uh, Brad Pitt. Those are that's seven. Yeah. Seven prominent names. I'm not naming everybody. There's a couple others for the the Niners. The Niners have uh, Kamala Harris. Andy Samberg, and one more. And, and the one more is good, but that's it. There's only Jeremy Renner. Oh, uh, okay, that is good. Who's a lifelong 49ers uh, fan and plans to attend the uh, the Super Bowl. That's it. None of that has anything to do with the outcome of the game. I'm God. not sure why I waste time like that. But uh, because it interests the rest of us. That is, you're, you know what, thank you. <laughs> thank you for that self-awareness <laughs> and that honesty yeah. and that transparency. God. Do we know who Burt Kreischer, the comedian's going for? Because I saw on his uh, Instagram <laughs> that he was in Las Vegas. And he was talking to George Kittle, and he was also trying to get Travis Kelsey's oh. attention. So it looks like he's friends with both. Listen, I, I'm... I, I'm old, so I don't know who that He's is. He's the machine! No, but th- what I love is anytime you have to, after saying a person's name, <laughs> give their profession, you know that he's not that famous. He you is don't the say, most famous. I just know you guys don't know about him. You don't say, I know who he is, but you don't say, you know Brad Pitt, the actor. Yeah. Right? Y- you know what, listen. You don't, you don't say, you know Dave Chappelle, the comedian, Jerry Seinfeld, the comedian, Ricky Gervais, the comedian. So, Kyle, if you were such a big fan of Burt, you would know that he grew up in Florida, so he's a Buccaneers fan. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know because I didn't know all that. No, so, and I had to say he's a comedian because we had discussion a few, I don't know, maybe a year ago about who we'd have over for Thanksgiving, and none of you guys knew who Burt Kreischer was, so that's why I was like the comedian, just so I could like yeah. make sure you understood exactly what was going on. Right, but but he's he's not, I believe you said it there somewhere, the most popular. 
I mean, I'm very aware of who he is. He's 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 a comedian. Huge. No. Okay, so here, no. here's what I've learned. Sebastian Manicotti is huge, unfortunately. Yeah. I know. So here's here's what I feel I've learned in my life. There are people you hear their name and everyone knows who they are, whether you like them or not. You just know share. Y'all know who she is. You may just may not like even, her. Even if you hate her moves. Well, whatever. Yes, okay? of course. They're just those names. And, and then there are actual people who are popular in mainstream. But if you're old like me, you have no idea. Sure. And then there are those that within a group of an age group, they'll have someone who is super popular for them and will think that everyone must know who they are. And I feel maybe that's where this guy falls under, maybe. Yeah. He's got a niche of people. Well, I don't know. Them, that, that is, it's, yeah. You're close. It's not a niche, but he's not um, A-list yeah. stand-up And comedy. I'm not putting it down. No. I'm putting it like within a generation. We'll be like, how do you not know who that is? Right. But it's like they're not to Look, the level where everyone would know. We've talked about this before a lot over the many decades that Dawn and I have been doing this show. For some reason, and I'm not saying Kyle was doing this, but there is also the element of, for some reason, people need everyone to like who they like. And people need to know that who they like is the biggest thing. And, oh, if you haven't heard them or seen them or that you will like them. It, yeah. It's a very weird human condition. I like it better oh. when no one knows who it is. <laughs> like, or very few. I I have no opinion on what anyone else thinks about anything that I like. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, oh, okay, you don't like them? That's cool. I I like him, and Good. I don't expect everybody to like him. I get he's got yeah. his niche market, no. but I thought, you know, he's he's come up a lot. They made a movie after him, which no one saw. Maybe I should have looked at that. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely, Kyle, you, you are definitely not that guy that's like, well, if I like him, you have to. Uh, now, uh, good news, bad news. Uh, bad news first, because I believe in that. Yes, we do have a trailer update, Travis, Kelsey, Taylor, Swift. Good news is it's very brief. It's oh, very okay. short. Oh See, we're going to the trailer park because Travis and Taylor social media says that's trailer. Travis Kelsey uh, did his news conference yesterday in Las Vegas uh, and uh, seemed to tell the reporters that he's unsure if Taylor Swift will be at the Super Bowl. What? Hmm. Because, first of all, yes, this is what the media does during what we call Hype Week. They ask the stupidest questions that have nothing to do with the Super Bowl. So poor Travis Kelsey, a uh, Hall of Fame tight, tight end for no, for no with no doubt, gets asked about Taylor Swift during his news conferences. When answering a question, this is like this is the question. About whether or not Taylor Swift has given him a championship pep talk. What? What? <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh, that's, that's degrading. Uh, a little bit. Travis uh, kind of laughed and then said, quote, The Super Bowl will worry about if she can make it, end quote, implying that it's nowhere near a foregone conclusion that she'll be in attendance Sunday. Right, bro. She'll, she'll be there. She has to fly. Yeah, there might be, be issues, complications with the flight. Yeah, she, she has to be there. She will be there. I mean, no one will watch if she's not there. They won't. Uh, and my God, he'll have the yeah. worst game of his life. Yeah. He'll, he'll, <laughs> unless that plane crashes into the Pacific. Oh, Jesus. God. Man. Oof. Hey, it's possible. I think they'd cancel the Super Bowl. <sighs> I don't even want to pause it, this whole thing. I know, it's terrible. But either way, look, to me, that's that's Travis saying, next question. Yeah. All right, come on. And, and you know what? Again, 
they're placing upon her things I don't even think she would do. I really do not think she'd be like, you need me to give you these pep talks. Well, let's see. Uh, my God. He's won two Super Bowls without her. Yeah, he is exactly. a Hall of Fame tight end she, without her. She already knows his capabilities. <sighs> Meanwhile, a former NFL quarterback, Boomer Esiason, who has been a staunch supporter of Taylor Swift's inclusion in NFL broadcasts and the new wave of fans that the singer has brought, has now just I poured gasoline on a fire none of us needed. Oh. And I don't even know if he did it. He, Boomer's got a reputation. He comes up with some fairly unsubstantiated, whacked out stories and beliefs and opinions. And I, and I don't know. He took too many hits to the head sometimes. Because Aww. all he did was just comp with this on his – he's got a, a sports talk show in New York. And, and, you know, you're in New York. Things that you say get picked up, especially in the sports media world. And now that Taylor's involved, it gets picked up. And, and you, you, he has he, just added to the whole idea. That this whole thing with Taylor Swift is is a, is a conglomeration between the recording industry, the NFL. It's all rigged. Oh, dude, come it, on. It, 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 it's all to give her more exposure to 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 have the NFL get more fans, to sell merch, etc. Here's what Boomer said on his uh, on his talk show yesterday. Quote. You got to know that her people are in touch with the NFL, and her people are probably saying, quote. If you want her at the game, you got to pay for the jet coming back from Tokyo. This is business, man. How many times are we at CBS going to show her? So uh. he throws this bomb out there that Taylor's people are going to demand that the NFL pay for the flight from Tokyo. Because, you know, Taylor's really hurting. <laughs> Esiason's co-host asked Boomer if he had people inside the league telling him this information or if he was hypothesizing, and at least Boomer had the courage to say, quote, it's my guess, I just have a feeling. Mm -hmm. Good. And so now it's out there. Yeah, and, and, and for a lot of people, his feeling is yep. going to become fact. Social media. Is like, okay. <laughs> okay, Boomer. <laughs> exactly. Um, back to uh, more stupid predictions for the Super Bowl. And by, uh, by stupid, I mean, you know, animals who are telling us who's going oh. to win uh, the Super Bowl. We also had the EA Sports uh, Madden uh, simulation uh, that we talked about yesterday. Uh, currently, of the sources we have, the Chiefs have uh, nine predictions to win. The 49ers have two. Oh, damn it. Those are not good odds. They are also meaningless. <laughs> uh, I did promise you this meaningless update uh, on Wednesday at Zoo Mountain. I'm sorry, Zoo Montana. Zoo oh. Montana. Pabu, the Red Panda, made his final Super Bowl prediction. <sighs> Jeff Uwelt, the executive director of Zoo Montana, explained that Pabu saw some of the hate last year on social media when Aww. he was wrong, and he, Pabu, the Red Panda, told me that he doesn't want to do it next year. Poor baby. Take the phone away. Can't handle the, the hate. I, it's I, I terrible. Don't, I don't know why they're making this story up. <laughs> why is he talking to pandas? I, I, how does he have a job? He should have limited um, time with his phone. Yeah. This is only the second year that Pabu has predicted for the zoo. He was incorrect last year when he chose the Eagles to beat the Chiefs, and uh, so he, uh, the, uh, the executive director of the zoo says, we've got a couple volunteer animals that are ready to rock and roll next year. They raised their paws. <laughs> so Pabu, the red panda, oh, man. Uh, made his final prediction yesterday. It is a tradition that dates back more than a decade. Ozzy the grizzly bear originally made the predictions at Zoo Montana. Then Amari the wolverine took over. Pabu got his shot in 2023. Next year, a new volunteer will be doing this. So I, I like 
we give all the different animals a chance? They're not just sticking with one kind. I think that's because they keep dying off. Oh, no. Uh, uh -oh. Pabu took some time to emerge from his tunnel. But once he came out, he beelined for the bamboo in the paper bag representing the winner of the Super Bowl. Come on, Niners! Don't do us wrong, bamboo! Pabu. Oh, Pabu. <laughs> He's going towards the bamboo with the winning team, which yeah, was the 49ers. Yeah! Whoop, whoop, whoop. You're going to love. You're going to get all kinds of love now on social media. Uh, No, you're not. He can't read them anyway. Pabu, what are you talking between, about? between now and Sunday, you're going to get hate mail from Chief fans. <laughs> Keep him off social media then. And then if you're wrong, you're going to get even more. I'm talking to a panda. <laughs> In Des Moines, Iowa, at the Blank Park Zoo. I have to say that, I guess, because it's a cuss word. Oh, what? <laughs> Odd name for a zoo, the Blank Park Zoo. Fill in the hole. They said that a 15-pound tiger catfish spent nearly 10 minutes deliberating before selecting the winner of the Super Bowl. Ryan Bickle, the zoo's spokesperson, said, quote, obviously it was weighing the ramifications of going against hometown players like Brock Purdy and George Kittle, who went to, respectively, Iowa State College, and oh. George Kittle played for the okay. uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes, yeah, and we're nervous, in Des Moines. Nervous fish. Animals from Blank Point, Blank Park Zoo, rather, have picked the Super Bowl <laughs> winner correctly 10 times in the last 13 years. Oh, so this is a lot of pressure yeah. on this fish. The winner of the Super Bowl, according to the 15-pound tiger catfish that apparently doesn't have a name, <laughs> will be the Kansas City Chiefs oh, boo. over the San Francisco uh, 49ers. Time to eat that fish. I bet yeah. it's good. They're and one more. Uh, there's a user on social media uh, who has chosen the wrong team for the last 16 years straight. But we keep going? And he's not trying to pick the wrong team. He's trying to win, but he's, he's on a 16-year losing streak. That's terrible. So maybe take the opposite, right? Oh this year, he says, uh... quote, the better team will win. I have been against them before in the Super Bowl in the past, which doesn't give you a hint because both the Niners and the Chiefs have been in Super Bowls in the last 16 years. Uh, and he says, to quote The Who, I won't get fooled again. So, uh, but you have 16 times. Right, and he's not again. <laughs> this is it. He's going to go with the team that's clearly more talented. He's putting his money, so you would take the opposite if you believe his streak will continue. He is putting his money on the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, Niners are now for sure going to win. We will call that a Niner win, but uh, that means nothing in terms of the Niners for sure winning. <laughs> It's nothing to you. Uh, we will talk about halftime shows, what people will be eating uh, at their parties, and we will make our Rad Radio Prop Bets predictions uh, for uh, the weekend, which we will check in on Monday after this. Rob, anybody, anybody. and Dawn. The Rob, anybody. anybody, and Dawn Show.